this Survivor? Bro, are you listening to Survivor? Guys, I think this is Survivor. Dude, you must really like Survivor. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Survivor Buffs, Blind Sides and Banter Podcast. This is the podcast made by superfans with superfans for superfans. I'm your host, Buckles, and with me I've got my mate, Mac. Mac, how you doing? Buckles, my man. I'm doing fantastic. Uh, merge week is upon us. Merge week has come, and, and what a great what a great week of Survivor again. Like, this season just keeps getting better and better. I just feel like the cast is... The cast just keeps on improving. Like we like a lot of these people, but there's like new people in the mix now that we love, and it's like, who don't we love? Like that's how I feel at least. This is great. It's great stuff. I I completely agree. Australian Survivor really has their casting down pat this season, and um, I think we can safely say Eden can now go kick that stupid water habit. <laughs> oh, he he loves he loves to smash some water. But all <laughs> I have to say to is, at, at least he made the merge, so he is dateable, and he he did quote that, and that's a reference. Yeah, for our non-US Survivor fans, it was a, a thing on uh, Blood vs. Water. Someone said, I've made the merge. If I don't make the merge, I'm not dateable. So that's where that came from. But yeah, he made the merge. He is dateable. Uh, unfortunately, he didn't make the jury, which is a bit of a shame because I think Eden, he brought a lot to the season and he's obviously like a great character, a great confessionalist, and it would have been great to see him on the jury. A uh, bit of a shame, a bit of a loss there, I think. No, definitely. It is, it is interesting because we haven't had... In quite a few seasons, so we've had it a few times in Australian Survivor where a few in the um, merge don't make the jury, but this is the first time in a while because we're so used to top three with 13, so knock one out sort of thing, or someone gets removed, or a merge at 12. So it's quite random having two players now gone out of merge, technically three, and none of them making the jury. Mm. I'm not sure if it's uh, just to leave it open to possible final two with a nine-man jury or possible final three with an eight-man jury. Uh, last year in the Heroes and Villains, a lot of controversy. Well, Matt sort of had his own sort of thing. He thought it was going to be a final two, and it wasn't, and that's sort of why he lost the game in his eyes. So maybe the sort of keeping the contestants guessing um, by not... St- now, they'll obviously start the jury next time, but with the number they're starting at, it could either be a, a final two or three. So it'd be interesting to see which way they go this year. Yeah, that's, it's very exciting. It, ch- it puts a whole new level to the game. And, like, we got to love a good final two occasionally, don't we? I <laughs> like, prefer it. It'd be a nice change. It'd be a nice change. I think the old days of the final two with jury questioning where people could rip in and you could sort of fight your battles back and forth, I do think it was a bit more even. Whereas I feel like nowadays, a final three, there's always someone who's not even in it at all. And they're just sort of along for the ride. And it, I don't know. I just feel like the final two is such a more traditional style, which... As a yeah, as a Survivor fan, that's what I like. But I mean, everyone has their own opinions, and yeah, I mean, either way is fun. But for me, Final Two is the superior format. Yeah, look, I actually want to dive into that a little bit. You did mention in a Final Three, there's always someone that's pretty much left right out. Like that's their position. They're left right out, and I think I have the perfect contender for that spot. I think Can I Alex guess who it is? is yeah, I, I, I don't know if you need to guess. I think it's pretty clear. Um, I don't know. Like, obviously, I do read the edit, but Australian Survivor loves to play with the edit a little bit and really mm. stuff you around. Definitely. Alex is looking like that is the perfect spot for him. He is almost the perfect person to get to the end. No friends that are, like, with him whole and truly. I don't know if anyone would be happy with his gameplay because he's voted wrong so many times. He just, the man just can't get it together. Yeah, it's funny. We're talking in one of our Survivor chat groups, and um, 
He reminds me a lot of, in, in US Survivor especially, Jake from uh, 45 and um, and Owen from uh, 43, I want to say, the 43. Yeah, and just how much they were, throughout the whole game, they're sort of pushing shit uphill. You know, nothing's going right for them. They're not voting correctly. They can't get in on any group, but they're finding a way through because they're so non-threatening. And Jake, uh, sorry, and Alex is really giving me those vibes now. Like, he's never really given the right name, the right plan. He seems likable enough, but he has no tight alliance. He's just floating his way through, and he's not a threat because he has no power. He has no numbers to work with, and he's just sort of – no one really cares about him. So I can definitely see uh, like a zero-vote finalist out of Alex for sure. Yeah, it's um, it's a bit of a shame because like you got to love his character. He's he's he's, he's a funny oh, motherfucker. He's great. He's, he's great. I'm I'm really enjoying him. Even his sort of little bonding experience with Jaden that that was pretty funny. And yeah, I'm re- I'm really enjoying him. I want to thank Leah Jacobson, who um, is who you're referencing from that chat. She will be on the pod later in the season with us, uh, just for a bit of banter mostly. I'm not sure about the strategic from her. Oh, well, but- shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> shots fired. No, no, hey. You got to step it up, Lee. You got to step it up. Um, <laughs> no, nah, it'll be it'll be great to have her on, and we can really dive deep. And she she said it. We were thinking it, and brought it to fruition. Let's see if she's correct. It'll be it'll be cool to see if Alex is the zero vote finalist this early in the merch. Yeah, I mean, is, there's still time, but that's the thing. There's still time. There's enough time in the game to find a footing, um, to make strategic moves. If you can sort of. Just find one person. All he needs to find is one ally he can trust and sort of work with. But he's, he doesn't. We don't see him really approaching people with plans. He's always seemed to be the last one in on everything, and everyone sort of goes to him with a lot of the times a fake plan just to throw his vote around, which happened this week, and um, or a failing plan, or a failing plan. Yeah, or just yeah, being on the wrong side. So yeah, like it's it's strange because coming into the game, you know, Alex is a buff guy who's. Bit of a super fan, I think. And it's like, you think, oh, he's going to go really well. And he's still there at Merge. You think, oh, he must have really dominated. But he's done nothing so far at all. Uh, it's just, it's fun to see. That just a yeah. different type of player, I guess, to what we're used to. Yeah. It, well, he still has his idol. He's announced, he announced even before Merge that he has his idol, which is uh, quite smart on his part. Like, it's going to get out. It's that simple. There's no, no real way of hiding it. I think that's what that uh, twist, what it was at social or strategy last week. Sit down or find an idol. Yeah. What was it called? It was a scroll or, or feast. Did it scroll or feast. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Scroll or feast. Yeah, yeah whatever that was. So it was going to come out eventually. So good on him for telling him. Um, and then obviously you got Eden, like in that first vote, where originally Scotty does go home. Um, Eden's like, oh, you should play it for Kitty. Uh, you should play it for Kitty. That'll be fun. And yeah. that was, I don't see Alex doing that. That was a bit of a sort of a call to the wild. It was just, <laughs> just a, a hope. A ridiculous sort of proposal to say, oh, you know, Kitty's coming to the votes, play for Kitty will be sweet. And he's like, yep, no worries. And it's like, why would he do that? Like, what? <laughs> it just made no sense for him. Uh, yeah, I mean, Eden probably knew that he was lying as well, but. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was, I mean, yeah. I, I think this is the most we've spoken about Alex all season. I don't really have many notes on him, but yeah, just his positioning in the game is not great. Um, but I think he's there for a long time, to be honest. Yeah, well, look, at this podcast, we talk about the great position people, we talk about the bad position people. Did we want to talk about the great position people at the moment and possibly get, like, dive quite into this last vote? Um, yeah. The great position people being Ferris, Eileen, and Raymond. Are they? Are they in the great position? Is this what, this is what you're taking out of this? 
I, I'm, they, I'm they not... definitely, they definitely killed it this week. <laughs> Look, they won the vote, which you know is important. But twice, twice. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. And like they were seen as these, these block of three that people can use. But I don't know. I just feel like what we're seeing so far since the merge in the two votes. Wow, the dynamics changed so quickly, so quickly. So. You might be in power right now, but I don't know if this is going to last for anyone. So I really think it's like whoever can just keep their head above the water the longest is going to win the game because have you ever seen things flip on the dime so quick? It's been insane. And, I mean, let's get into that last tribal council. What? A, how much fun was that? Like, it was like a murder mystery. Like, who had changed their vote? And I'm thinking, oh, it must be Alex because, one, needs strategic moves, and two, like, he has no allegiances, so why wouldn't he change his vote? And to find out it was Jaden... Uh, wow, what a reveal. It was such a like a, a shock. Like it ripped off the mask Scooby-Doo style. Like, oh, it's me. I did it. And I was like, wow, Jaden, what have you become? <laughs> you, di- you didn't get that from the edit? You didn't see the lead up to that? The irony <laughs> in, the whole, in the whole edit? <laughs> I did, but I just didn't think he had the guts to do it. And it's a bit like um, Frankenstein and Frankenstein's monster. You know, Frank is, Dr. Frankenstein creates his monster and I think the monster end up, ends up killing him. And that's exactly what Eden is. He's Dr. Frankenstein. Jaden's the monster. And uh, yeah, he, he, he takes him out. Uh, was this yeah, you're, you're, this is for winner, lad. You're out, lad. Yeah. <laughs> you're oh, out, lad. What a moment! <laughs> what a moment! The rise of no, it was, it was, it was bloody awesome. It was really fun. Whether it's a good move or not, we will talk about. But it was bloody awesome. Very enjoyable TV and great to watch. I don't know where you got Alex from when he was obviously rebel strong in this circumstance because there's six six there. Uh, but anyway. Uh, I couldn't see yeah, anyone else I, flipping. I couldn't see anyone flipping. I'm like, well, none of the Titans would flip. Why would they? Like, it didn't make sense. <laughs> do you think it was a good move? Uh, do I think it was a good move for Jaden? Look, Jaden, I think, is very flexible and can sort of merge into any alliance quite easily because people will pick him up thinking he's just a number. The issue that he has now is they're going to work out... Oh, actually, what if Jaden goes back and lies and blames it on Mark? He has to. How would they work it out? Otherwise, they like they can't work this out. They, no one will ever think that he did this. So his best option is to just deny, deny, deny. If he goes back and denies, this is awesome. This is awesome. It just it creates more chaos between Caroline, Kitty, and Mark. It's just it's it's the perfect move. It really fucks with everything. Yeah. But if he goes back, tells the truth, all of a sudden, Jaden's playing, yes. and people will understand Jaden's playing. And he doesn't have enough power or knowledge in the game to actually be classed as a player. <laughs> yeah, well, that yeah, no, he doesn't. And his mentor is now gone as well. So I think, yeah, if he exposes himself as the mastermind, as well as being this physical challenge beast, you know, he wins the immunity and just says, number one challenge, physical threat or whatever. You don't need to do that to raise your threat level. And now he's made a huge move, like, not good times. But if he comes back and denies it, this will really show some like strategic chops from Jaden, like, oh, wow, he's actually thinking about the game. And if he does that, he can find himself in a good spot for a while still because he is that sort of gentle giant that isn't doing much and no one really, I don't think anyone takes him too seriously. So if you can get away with it, it would be a fantastic move on his part. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I completely agree. I don't want to give him the buff because I don't know what happens next um, in my mind. No, but he hasn't. He hasn't I knew that... But if I knew that he went back and denied it the next day, if we saw a little clip saying, ah, oh, no, it wasn't me, I think I would have possibly given him the buff this really? <laughs> tonight. Because, well, that's the thing. Who's going after Jaden? He is just so, he's a number. That's it. He's fodder. He's literally the fodder of the season. So who's going after him? 
He's in a great position, and if he's actually playing, starts playing a little bit strategically, who knows? Like, there's plenty of gameplay left. I'm not saying I see him as a winner, but I can definitely see him going far and maybe fucking some stuff up. If he if he wins the game, I'll, I'll give it away. I'll, I'll end the podcast. I won't watch the Wild anymore. Like, I will watch it, but oh, it's not going to happen. But I, I won't give him the bus for the fact that I don't think it was a correct move. I think this was a horrible play. Like, this is unnecessary. This is Eden was like his number. Like Eden, yeah. he seemed like Eden's right hand man. Like he's the most trusted ally that he had. Why are we cutting him off? I know that winner's gone. You just got to get on with it. There was nothing personal. He wasn't coming for Jaden next. Uh, Eden wasn't coming for Jaden next. So the winner thing, you just got to let it go, move on. It just I, you're, I, you're cutting I, off your nose to spite your face. Look, I disagree a little bit with that. I definitely, I definitely agree. Going after Eden now, Titans are down in numbers. If like this war continues. Um, I completely agree. That's bad. But for Jaden personally, I feel like he could be anyone's number one. He genuinely is a lovable character. He mm. doesn't look like he's playing the game. He just has to latch on. He just has to say, hey, Ferris. Hey, you want to hang out with me? Sweet. Let's let's chill. And they'll be number one straight away. Him and Alex, another option there. If he wants to go back with Carolina Kitty. Hello. Hey, guys. Yeah. And he will be back with them. I don't see this being too much of an issue for him. And if he gets away with this, it's it's not horrible. It's not amazing, but good on him for at least thinking about strategy or trying to be a little bit better at strategy. Look, I, I, I see where you're coming from, but we have not seen Jaden be the social player. We've seen him like interact with his Titans people. I don't think he's had a conversation with any Rebels yet. Um, I, yeah, he could probably invite for us to do a like a gym session. Hey, oh, Ferris, you want to come and pump some uh, pump some weights, bro? But <laughs> I, I I just don't see it happening. I'd love to see them team up because I think they'd be quite a fun uh, couple. But Ferris has oh. his boy in Raymond. Does he need another lackey? I, I'm not so sure that he does. Well, yeah, let's 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 talk about that. Like Ferris is a mafia boss, and he protects his family. Yeah, he really does. He he protects it, and I think um, Fast and the Furious quote of family is very um, uh, needed right now because uh, after that video of Jaden and Winner, that was um, quite a was sort of a blast in the past. Blast from the past. I loved it. That was um, um, very heartwarming for those that haven't seen it. Uh, Jaden and Winner done a TikTok. They're in the car, each like a Fast and the Furious style. And there's like a voiceover from Vin Diesel, Vin Diesel about the family and how you know my brother's gone. <laughs> And there's like a montage of them playing the game together. It's really nice. Like they did seem like brothers out there, and um, I, lo- I love the dynamic between the two of them. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun, and they were great casting. They, let's continue with the. They were great casting, and non super fans make this game fun. And obviously, with forty six starting in tomorrow night for us, um, we we're not sure we're going to get that. So let's enjoy the. Let's enjoy the Kellys, let's enjoy the Jadens, let's enjoy the winners where we've got them here in Australia. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's our point of difference yeah. as, a, as a survivor, Australian survivor. It's what we do differently to the other franchise. Well, I, get, I wouldn't count UK in this, but the other mainstream one, US. You know, the, All theirs is yeah. about super fans and you know all this strategical gameplay. Uh, stuff. No villains, did I read this week? Yeah. Okay, right, let's let's get let's get into that in the US podcast. Yeah, we'll let's... we'll spend an hour on that. Okay, let's get back to Paris, <laughs> Raymond, and Eileen. And look, I'm not saying that they are they are perfectly in the power, but they've got an idol. Alex seems to well and truly jump in and out with them, so I feel like there is some sort of 
working relationship, whether there's trust or not, it's another question, but there's a working relationship there. Kirby and Rihanna, like, they, they're not on horrible terms. Like, the no. dynamic there, they sort of, Kirby and Faris are just letting each other play, which is quite comfortable. It's quite nice. They don't trust each other, but they sort of respect each other at the moment. They know that they have to stay rebel strong for a little bit. So I think Ferris is in a great position. He still has his idol. Obviously, everyone knows about it. But the man protects his family. And good on the read. Like, he was the one that flipped that. No one else could have flipped that. Yeah, at Tribal Council, we see Kirby sort of... Um, I think she's the first one to sort of detect it. She's like, yeah, there's definitely yeah, a shift. Definitely. Says. And um, I think Ferris is sort of... At, at, you can see him around the camp. He's a bit weary, and he throws out, "Oh, I've heard Eileen's name, heard Raymond's name." So he's sort of he is he's onto it. Um, so I give him sort of both equal credit for sensing that and actually acting on it. Because one thing to sort of have a feeling, but it's another thing to actually make a live tribal and get your whole team on the same side, which is hard with the rebels. We've seen how dysfunctional that family has been. So to get them all to vote six strong uh, really made the difference. Because yeah, you know, and Eden's the same thing on his side. Like there's going to be a split vote plan. And to get to both sides to go strict six strong in this you know twelve twelve person vote it was it's pretty exciting. Um, but yeah, Ferris, you know if, if Ray's name come out, there's going to be a war. And wow, I can't wait for this because it's going to be electric. Oh yeah, it's going to be electric. Um, look, I'm very very happy with my winners pick. Ferris is 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 looking good. There's only a few players left that I think could possibly take this out, and I think there's a percentage in his favour. Do you think he can win? Might not be a huge, I don't think it's a huge percentage, but I think there's a percentage in his favour. And like, just think about that quote that he said, I'm here to finish what King George couldn't do. That's why I chose him as my winner pick. He, that, that reference just made me feel like he's got this. And I'm, I, I'm still backing him. I'm still backing him. Uh, I know Mark, I know Mark's got a pretty good winner pick, uh, winner edit, but I just, Mark's been shit. Mark's really fucked up lately. Like he's, uh, he's he's not had a good he's not had a good run. He's had a resurgence this week for me. The only thing with a Ferris resurgence is- this week. It's been the last three weeks, man. He did really well the first two, and the last three weeks he has not been able to get a plan together. Hey, we'll get, let's get on to Mark in a second. Let's just go back to Ferris. Yeah, I, I, he he he. Can he win? Absolutely. Does he deserve like if he got to the end, deserve a win for sure? But. I think everyone knows that. I think everyone knows such a good game he's played. It's going to be such a hard path for him to get through all these votes. There's so many big players around him, and I know he's got his numbers. And, and to me, he just has to be targeted because he is such a threat to win. And and but how can he get there? How can he get there? I just, I just don't see because, it. Because there's so many other threats to win this yeah, game. We've still are. got Caroline here. Kitty, yes, Kitty's not getting the edit, but she's seen just as... Devious as Caroline. Mark's huge. Valeria has just come out of her shell. Not to mention Kitty. Like, he, Ferris is the only one with decent fodder that isn't, like, with, that, with decent players with him that aren't big threats. Mm. And as Eden said, let's let's knock out the smaller people so we keep the big threats around. I don't know. There might be some value to that coming into the end of the season. Might have been put in for a reason. Yeah, oh, look, potentially. And, yeah, I thought what Eden said about Raymond was, was fantastic. Like, we don't see this enough. We don't see enough of the, the photos, the under-the-radar players getting picked off. We don't see that. We always see the big, the big, uh, the, the Ferris-type characters, the big, brash, loud ones. They're the ones you want to target. But 
you want to stop those people floating to the end and, and clogging up the end game. So I think the targeting Ray was a great idea as just as a principle and survivor. I think the, the, the ones that are trying to play under the radar too much should be the target um, because the big players, you know, they'll always be a target and you can always get uh, numbers on them because people want to vote them out. Um, so, I mean, that's fair. Back on to Mark, I think if we, if we just rewind the season a bit, the, the decision to, to get rid of Viola... To me, it looks like an absolute masterstroke from Caroline and Kitty because the amount of power Mark and Valeria have amassed since the merge is, to me, insane how, how much they've been able to dictate what's happening. I know they didn't win the vote just now, but imagine if Viola was there as well. They would just be riding right to the end and no one could stop them. I feel like Mark and Valeria have so much power and they are running the game for me. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm seeing this very, very different to you. I'm... I, I really am. <laughs> okay. Right, okay. Explain uh, it to look, me. Look, <laughs> I, I, I agree. Okay, so look, the Valeria move, uh, the Viola move, perfect. It was perfectly timed because Mark was going to come for Caroline and um, Kitty next. It's that simple. It was perfectly timed. Get in before the other people get you. Okay, perfect move there. Mark's just failed twice. He's failed with Rebels, and now he's failed with Titans in this merge. The truth is, his threat level is getting lower and lower and lower. However, he's not trusted by anyone. Okay, Kirby is not going to be too happy with uh, Valeria and um, Mark for flushing her best mate's idol. Okay, there's there's no trust between Mark, Valeria, and Caroline and Kitty. I don't see where all this power is. He doesn't even have Jaden. <laughs> Maybe it's just me. He doesn't it even have Jaden. Uh, okay, he doesn't have Kitty or Carolyn. That's fair. He was not the one to flush Rihanna's order, by the way. That was Eden, and that was. Look, we're going to get into Rihanna later because Rihanna's, to me, just been so harshly dealt with this week in such poor alliance management from everyone. So we'll get there soon. But I don't know. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just seeing Valeria just having a lot of power, and Mark's like a sidekick almost now. I feel like Valeria's overtaken Mark in a way in this in this duo. That's a big. As a big character, not as a strategic force. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like they're just getting... I know they, they lost the votes and that, but they just they just seem to be controlling things. And you don't need to win every vote. You know, sometimes you've got to lose a few, but they're just... You've got to win one. <laughs> they won the Scott like vote. at least one. <laughs> they won the Scott vote. How'd they win the Scott vote? He was on their side, technically. He just gave information yeah, away. I just, <laughs> I just feel like it's very fluid, and they seem like a super strong duo. Uh, one of the tightest alliances, you know, you've got Kitty and Carolyn super tight. Obviously, Ferris, Raymond, Eileen's tight. Mark and Valeria's tight. So there's, there's a couple of nice little groupings there. And they're, I was, they're arguably one of the strongest for me. But, yeah, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure where I'm going with this. But I just, I just, I get the sense, for me, Valeria's winning the game. That's how I feel at the moment. Just by watching it, without analysing too much, she's the person, to me, that's going to win. Look, I, I know exactly where you were going with that, Mac. Um, you're going to voting blocks. And I think... This is an awesome example for the Australian Survivor fan to see voting blocks. Now, throughout the American Survivor seasons, they had alliances. The first alliance was in season one, and it was a huge, huge strategic... It was huge strategic genius that Richard Hatch could get these four people together, and they could vote the same way every single time, all the way to the end, pretty much. And it was just a mastermind. In season 31, we get second chances. 
And good old Stephen Fishback tells us that it's not alliances anymore. They're called voting blocks. And it's blocks of two or three people and they dance around and they line up with different voting blocks every single vote, depending Mm. on who the best person is to vote out. Uh, Is that what we're seeing here? Because I could say we've got Ferris Eileen Raymond, then we've got little Alex by himself, we've got Kirby and Rihanna, even though, yes, they might not have voted together that second vote this week, but they are definitely together. Yeah, the same as a package. Then Then we've got Caroline and Kitty, Eden's yep. obviously been detached from that. Obviously, Mark and Valeria. And as you, you were right, if Viola was there, that would have been a fucking strong trio. Mm. And then Jaden on the other side. Are these voting blocks? Yeah, yeah. I Are think these he's... going to jump, chop, change for the rest of the game? Yeah, I, I, I really think that is the case. I think you've, you've nailed it on the head. Like, I hadn't really thought of it that way, but I, I, I feel like, yeah, just the two votes we've seen have, have sort of felt that way. Where it's interchangeable, and I think the, the the block with the most numbers is sort of going to be the one that's targeted. So you, you might just slowly knock a block off here and there. If, if if a block of two goes down to one, that person's probably safe for a bit because they're not a threat anymore because they don't have any power. So they'll jump onto another block, and it's like, whose block's going to be there at the end? Um, so yeah, I, I do see it that way, and that that can be a lot of fun because I mean that season you're talking about uh, second chances. Well, that was a great season for that reason because it was so unpredictable and we didn't know what was happening next. And fluid, fluid. Yeah. And I think that's the one thing that we are enjoying so much about Australian Survivor at the moment is that it's fluid. Even Kirby and how she handles Rihanna, go for your life. You don't have to vote with me. Vote the way you feel. Proving that they're best friends. It was, it was really cool how she handled v, uh, Rihanna. And even, oh, who's going to be the other target? If they're aiming at you, there's got to be a second target. Chances are it's Kirby, and Kirby's still like, just play it, save yourself. Like, this is, this is awesome. This is so fluid, this gameplay. And Kirby's doing it without even realizing. I don't think she's watched that much Survivor, but fuck, she's picked up the game quick. And she's doing a really good job. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think the fluid gameplay is what, as fans, we love to see because you never want to see like one mass of people just take out the other side and then then you like then you fight against each other. We like to see the interchange of dynamics constantly, and that's why this season as a whole has been quite fun because it's so unpredictable. Like we do our power rankings every week where we try and pick who we think is going to go home and we give them a number, and we've never had such an off read. Every episode, like we're just getting it wrong completely, um, which is which is so much fun as a fan because you don't know what's coming next, and the people you think are safe are not safe, and the people you think oh they're on the block, you know we, we get a lot of Ferris and Kirby, and they're fighting again this week as a promo, but then they're still there, you know, and it just makes it so much more fun, and and that's why this season is so good. I think it's because of those voting blocks and the everything's unpredictable, and that's that's the best survivor when you just, when you can't can't predict what's going to happen next, mate. The Kirby Ferris war continues. I'm loving it. What's Keep on hold it going it? all the way to final five. Come on. You, no. you two can stick around. They're not we going know you far. can. Come on. You can do it. Come on. Mm. Oh, that's the dream. That's the dream. Imagine if they made, both made finale week. That is the best oh. season of Survivor ever. That bit, we, we might be seeing a better season than Heroes versus Villains. I mean, potentially. But at the same time, so like... Mark and Carolyn had this war as well. And I think I thought it was funny in the second episode of the week how Ferris and Caroline sort of teamed up and then Mark had teamed up cool. with Kirby. Yeah. And it's like, you know, the two big heads of each side, 
that were fighting each other have now found a, a partner on the other side and they're fighting and it's just so much fun. It's like, well, who's going to win out? Who is, is it going to be Carolyn or Mark? Is it going to be Ferris or Kirby? And it's like, who's like, these are the big four characters, I think. And who's the first one to fall, do you think? Like, can, can they all go deep together or is it like, surely one of them will be targeted next? No, I, um, I think we'll get into this in predictions yeah. and I just get a sneaking feeling that Caroline is not long for this game. Yeah, I, I think I totally the war the war has started. Rebels have the numbers, and Ferris has the brains to work out if he doesn't have the numbers, and something will happen. And Caroline might not survive. I think she might have. She definitely had the right thinking not going against Caris, Ferris this vote. Yeah, I mean, you say rebels have the numbers, but like we said, voting blocks are unpredictable. Yeah, Anything voting can happen. Are unpredictable. So I just, yeah. I mean, so. Carolyn's had some uneven footing for a few, a few episodes now, but she's still there. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> Ferris probably seems the safest right now. But you know, when you are the safest, you're the most likely to go home. That's what I'm. That's what I'm gauging from this season. So. Look, who knows? But I guess hey, we get mate, there. mate, you asked, you, asked, you asked me a question, and I said, I, I just said, you gave the, a horrible answer. A... <laughs> no, <laughs> no, awesome. All right, well, did we want to sort of have a dip into a few other things? Like we could talk about the Winner Tribal Council. That was that was some pretty fun shit. Pretty fun. What yeah. did you think about the? What did you think about the alliance management of Alex and Rihanna? Yeah, so the whole what was it? There's a uh, six five one one vote. I, I mean, to me, it's the first time ever. Like, I can't remember any. It's and... it's it's cool. It's the numbers are cool. In my <laughs> mind, that's awesome. <laughs> well, the numbers are big, which which makes it like it's harder to replicate these votes. But the idea to tell Alex and Rihanna both different fake plans, the fact they didn't cross reference with each other, and the fact that you think that they'll then come back to you after it, like this was so bad. On so many levels, like, where do we begin? Well, like, <laughs> it was just, if, 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 so Alex and Rihanna, right, they're, they're told, let's, let's just stick with Rihanna to start with for one, okay. She's yeah. told, vote for Mark, that's where the vote's going. So if you trust her, why not tell her the real plan? If you don't trust her, tell the real plan anyway and she'll, she'll, she'll vote how she wants. Like, there's no gain for telling her the wrong plan. There's idols in play, mate. You can't. If you don't have complete faith in her, you can't tell her the real plan at this at this point in time. That uh, one idol, Rihanna's idol, if she was really against them, could have negated six votes. You can't tell her the real plan there. From what we've seen, Rihanna has done everything in her power to try and align with Carolyn and Kitty since the swap. And she's almost got onto her knees, I, bowing to these people. Like, I just yeah. don't see why they can't see it. She's, she wants to be loyal to these people. And so many times they've screwed yeah. her over. And they do it again in, in the next vote yeah. by, by saying, yeah. we're going to target you to get your idol out. It's like, yeah. no, what are we doing I, I agree. I, I agree with everything that you're saying. I'm just saying that if they didn't trust her, obviously you don't tell them the right name. In this case, they should trust her. They should see that she's 100% with them. Like... I don't know. Obviously, we're seeing an edited product. We don't know what's happening out there. Just remember, she is very flo- close with Kirby. She's 100% right or die with Kirby. But they're just playing different games. How are the other people supposed to know that? Well, it's, it's, it's a trust you build up. And, like, there was something I, I realized this, this episode. There was day 30, which is it's four weeks into the game, which, you know, for US Survivor, the game's well and truly finished by this stage. That is a long time to be with people. And, I mean, the swap's probably, what, two weeks ago? So, like... 
when you spend that much time with people and for that much, like 24 hours a day, you build this bond, I think. And it's like you, you can learn who to trust and who not to trust. I just feel like Rihanna, she does come across as quite trusting. Like she's got, she just seems loyal. She is. She like, is. I agree. That's, I just, I feel like they're reading her completely wrong. And the idea to give her the fake plan, maybe Alex, I get it. Give him a fake plan. He has an idol. He's erratic, whatever. But Rihanna did not come across that way to me. And I just thought it was such poor management uh, from, yeah. from the, from the main alliance. And also, yeah, like the second vote, we're going to put all our votes on you. Like, what the hell? Like, I'm with you guys. Like, why would you do that? Yeah, yeah exactly. So cool. Well, yeah, that, so Eden was obviously trying to arouse stuff and trying to say, suggest, oh, yeah, they're voting for you. They're voting for you. No, no he said we're voting for you. On his hand. He said we're voting no, for he you. Said, he, he said the... He didn't. Did he say we? He said we're putting numbers. Are you on sure? You. I, I, I swear. Oh. No. He's, I swear. He said the majority seems to be going on you, but I don't want to sort of go uh, that way. Okay. Maybe, maybe so I heard it I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure. Maybe I heard it wrong. The way <laughs> I gathered it, right. he was so blunt about. It. He's like, "Yeah, we're putting the votes on you." <laughs> End of story. <laughs> End of okay. story. <laughs> Just like, thanks, man. I've already been loyal to you throughout the whole swap, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Who fucking knows? Can we just stay on Rihanna for a second? Uh, She's an absolute beast, by the way. What a beast. Like, she seems so good at everything. Everything endurance. She could dominate this season, honestly. Like, she just seems so good. I I actually think... Sorry. Sorry, I I actually think um, being a paramedic, like an ambulance driver, this would really help for that because you've seen everything. You know that as bad as it gets... And we talk about Haley being a pain management person. She, uh, what was it? A pain? What was she? Um, yeah, pain management researcher or something. Yeah, yeah, pain management researcher. So she knows that pain is just a just something. It's a state and of Rihanna, mind. Rihanna, it's a state of mind. And I think paramedics see that firsthand all day, every day. They see some people that are just they're, they're half their legs like in bits, and they just sit there and they're like, yeah, yeah, it hurts a little bit. Yeah, and, then she, and she just knows. She just knows that it's not going to help anything being in pain. So she just pushes through it. Good on her. Yeah, I, I just think she's got the perfect like physique for her as well. She's got the really small sort of body shape and obviously the strength to weight ratio is quite good too. So she, I think anything yeah. endurance, like she's, she's going to win. And I think a lot of people are sort of mentioning it dur- during the challenges. Like, oh, Rihanna's so good. And I think it's going to come up sooner or later. Like she might be targeted just as a challenge beast. Mike Holloway to the end, Rihanna. <laughs> well, I mean, it's so hard to do this day and age. Like, there's so many a variety of challenges to actually be mowed out to win like more than three or four in a season is so hard. So, do I think she has it in it? Absolutely. Like, can she last long enough to do it? But that's that's the story, like the question. You know, like yeah, that's fair. you're not going to win four in a row, but you might win four throughout the merge. But you have to be there for that. Yeah, um, I guess I I know we we've sort of di- dipped into Alex a little bit. I don't think it was the right move keeping him out of the vote for Ferris. I think it was the right move for Caroline and Kitty and Eden. They sort of don't know where he is. He's voted against them a few times. He's got an idol. But for Ferris, I feel like there is enough workability there that Ferris should have probably told him the right plan and just gotten him involved. Um, but I want to dip into something that is being very talked about and very... We've, we've seen a lot of views and a lot of people... And I want to talk about Scott and Scott quitting the game. As you just said, American Survivor is only 26 days. Scott mm. lasted 27. Okay. Yeah. I I know you have big views on quitters. I know I've got big views on quitters. I think 
seeing it more and more lately, I think I've become a bit more sympathetic. Um, so the anger that I had, say, three years ago, I don't have anymore. I think if um, you need to do the right thing, you do the right thing. Did you want to be telling us the reason, the good things, and I'll be devil's advocate in this circumstance? <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, look, mental health's no joke. We all know that. I think, in, especially in like, it's 2024, it's such a prevalent thing in our society. There's so much promotion about it. Like, everyone knows about it. So if someone says, hey, like, I need to leave the game for my own mental health, like, you can't hold it against them. Like, I was never really angry at quitters. I don't think that was the right um, emotion. I think it was more just, like, disappointment. And, yeah, some part of me was disappointed with Scott because I thought he was playing a good game. He was in a good spot. But at the end of the day, his mental health comes first. And, um, yeah, like, I'm not going to say power to him because, you know, I'm not going to I'm not gonna congratulate him for doing it. But if he needs to do it, then that's fine. Um, yeah. But at the same time, when, when we have players in, in, especially US Survivor Season 45, we had two quitters. Um, whatever reason it is, it's a mental health reason. And despite the fact they didn't say it at the time, that's what it was. But they copped a lot of hate. So you, you can't just treat Scott, Scott you know, nicer because he said it was a mental health when those other two people were also mental health. So it's sort of you've got to treat everyone the same. And it should always be with positivity, not hatred. Um, but just because they don't say it's mental health reasons doesn't mean it isn't, if, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, definitely. Look, um, I loved how they did that with Lifeline at the end instead of us hearing from Scott. I can definitely understand Scott's edit now because I believe Scott had a lot bigger game than we saw. And I think a lot of the fans were confused because he was fun on TV. He was good in everything. He was obviously in the in Kirby's Alliance. He was a big part of Kirby's Alliance. So I think a lot of people were confused why we weren't seeing more Scott. It makes a lot more sense now. Now with Scott. Scott lasted 27 days. Okay, he made it to merge. And I think that he should be commended for that. Um, Some of his things that he said at the end. um, Before he quits, he says he's a positive person. And that's how he handles his mental health. And I know I like to think very positively. I came from a family that I thought very negatively all the time about myself and about others. And it was like, oh, when something bad happened, oh, that just happens to me because it's me sort of thing and stuff like that. So I completely understand the positive thinking. I use that every day myself. Um, Thinking good things, trying to be positive. Good on you, Tim. You made your bed. Fucking well done. Um, (laughs) And stuff like that. And in a game like Survivor, you can't. Staying positive is so hard because there's paranoia chucked on top. Not getting a break, not being able to switch off. There is no switching off in Survivor. There just really isn't. And struggling with morals. Look, I think anyone, and I know that Scott was a fan to a certain extent, anyone that goes into this game is going to have some sort of fight in themselves with morals, with lying to people that they might like, that they hope to be friends with outside the game. Unfortunately, it is still part of this game. And if you go in knowing that you're going to struggle with this, you are taking someone else's spot. And that's what the community is upset with. That's why we're upset because we, a lot of us want to be on the show and you've possibly taken that spot. The truth is, Scott, I think you did the right thing. 
Okay. If you weren't a hundred percent there, if you were starting to affect yourself personally, you a hundred percent did the right thing. I am not saying that you didn't, but we do need to see this in the future. And that is the one thing that I think we can look back on this season and saying casting didn't get that right. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it, it is tough because, like you said, 27 days, four weeks in, you don't know what your emotional state's going to be. Um, like, you might think, I can handle it. And when you get out there, it just it's could be completely different to what you expected. And people say, oh, you know, you can't get emotional about the game. It's just a game. But it's... But you do. It's, play, it's exactly. a game with real people. It's it, real. It's, 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 it's a human chess pieces, guys. 100%. Humans. This, this is not like a, a one-hour board game you're playing with your mates. This is a four-week... For Scott, four-week adventure with 16, uh, 24 random people who he doesn't know, who he's bonded with, who you have to rely on to live out there with nothing. And when you have that, um, I guess, that adventure with them, you you rely on them. And when they when they break your trust by either voting differently to what they said or they turn on you or whatever, it's hard not to take that personally. So that can break people down. Um, obviously, look, Survivor's been around for a long time and there haven't been that many quitters, so it doesn't break everyone down. But... The fact is, it can break anyone down, so I can't begrudge him the fact that he didn't know it would happen to him because you just don't know unless you're put in that situation. So it's easy to say, yeah, like we should see this in the casting, like they should do psych tests. They do, and it still isn't getting picked up, which is fine because these are human beings. Like it's not going to be an exact science. Not everyone is the same. So I think it is what it is, and you just got to you know, accept the fact that there is going to be quitters because it's a hard game. And look, if it wasn't a hard game, it wouldn't be as exciting. I think part of the reason we love it is because it is so hard and it is so unique to something we don't usually do. We don't live in the wilderness and and try and fend for ourselves whilst also trusting people and building alliances and voting people out. Like, that's not a normal thing. So it's going to be tough on everyone. And look, it took a toll on Scott. And like you said, he made the right call for himself. And whatever the call we made, it's always right. If the people want to stay, it's right for them. If the people want to leave, it's the right call as well. So, look, it, it it's tough. I'd love to be out there. I don't think I'd quit, but I say that without playing as well. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Mate, I think you've said everything that needs to be said. That was amazing. Well said. Everything you just said there. I, um, I think me playing the devil's advocate here... Worked out a perfect charm. It was good to see this soft. It was good to see a softer side to you, Mac. It was awesome. Yeah, like it was awesome. Usually, we, like, we... It, it's hard because you want to approach it like quite delicately. Like you don't want to upset people. And look, I'm not here for that. But you just got to tell how it is sometimes. And I think, yeah, I, <laughs> I Scott know. made Scott. I I agree with everything you just said, mate. Um, Scott made the right decision for him. And we will never go against that. Scott, we wish you luck. And, mate, you were great TV. What we did see of you was awesome. I think you definitely had chops for the game. And I wish you the best of luck with all the mental health that you've had in the past and anything that you've absorbed from the game. Yeah, absolutely. All the best to him. And I guess we'll touch on him when we do eulogies later and and describe his game. Because I thought he was playing quite a very good game. And I thought he he was a chance to win it. The only reason I, I ruled him out is because of the edit he got. And like you said, he probably got a poorer edit because he quit the game. So that's just it. Um, okay, Mac. All right, we've just talked about Scott. And I've got one more thing to say about Scott, which I don't know if anyone else has picked up on. Um, I don't know. Or I just haven't been on social media enough. Um, <laughs> Tassie. Tassie. The tribe named Tassie, which means one in Samoa. Now, I have not looked this up. I don't want to look this up. But I want to ask, does Tassie 
Is that spelt very similar to Tassie? Yeah, he's from Tasmania, the old Scotty. And he's from Tasmania. Did he did, did he did he pull a sly one on everyone? I'm gonna look it up right now for you. Alright. I'd love to I'd love to know. Tassie in Samoan, what's it mean? It, it, okay, I've just looked it up. It is, in fact, means one. It does mean one in Samoan. So he wasn't lying. He just probably found a word. He probably looked up the dictionary. What is the closest word to Tasmania? Bang, one. That sounds good. It could have been, it could have been you know, perfect, yeah. wallpaper for all, all we know. Uh, as long as it sounds like Tasmania, he'll take it. So yeah, love that. Nah, see. Well, good on him. If he, if he did pull a sneaky, he did very, very well. Because Tassie, um, try Tassie. Yeah. Should we start calling them that? Tribe Tassie? Yeah. Tassie, yeah. I mean, the Merch Tribe yeah. names never really get a shout-out enough for me, but, I mean, because I guess when you... Merch- it's because the players think about them and they're shit. <laughs> yeah, and we generally. don't hear... <laughs> what are you talking about? I mean, Fire Tribe from Brains and Brains. America! That's iconic. Yeah, America. America! That's, America. The one that's, that's the one that stands out, isn't it? That's the one we always come back to. <laughs> uh, yeah, what was it? Fire? There's We're been fire. a few shockers. Didn't, didn't George want to call shockers. it Queen Elizabeth or something? <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, bloody politicians. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Um, okay. Another thing I wanted to get into. Um, hey, dude, we had the 60K and the car same week. Won by Valeria and Mark. That means they can't win the game. Maybe this is the reason I think they're on top. They're just dominating in in the rewards. What a, what a huge <laughs> reward. 60K? I mean, we had the same thing last season. I think it was about the same. And then I think actually the last yeah. two seasons. Um but wow, well, George like, got it. Did George? George has got it. Yeah, did George he get it. that in Brain versus Brawn, or did he get no, that, that in Heroes vs. Villains? Villains? And Khan oh, got nice. it in Butter Mortar. Yeah, good on him. Um, but yeah, Car as well. Good on Mark. Like that's a massive reward, and he apparently drives the oh, shit off. He said so. Yeah. So obviously, we don't pay our diplomats enough. Like he's been driving around in a hail, uh, a hail damaged car for four years. Like this is bullshit. This is this this guy literally like backs Australia all day every day, and the politicians are getting the money, not our diplomats. Yeah, I would assume. I always thought, you know, because my wife said the same thing. Like, oh, I assumed he was, you know, somewhat well off. You know, he works for the government as a foreign. Where's a blazer? Yeah, he, where's you know, a blazer to work? He must be well off. Yeah, <laughs> but, he must be well off. <laughs> but I assumed he made some decent money, but maybe not. But yeah, M- MUX, great car. Actually, my in-laws just bought one recently. It's it's actually a really good car. So uh, good on him. Good pickup. Yeah, not a Hilux. Um, no, nah, what? Sorry, <laughs> no. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Um, uh, we don't we don't uh, judge people by their cars. Um, however, <laughs> we do judge people on the game of Survivor by who they choose to go and reward with them. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I want to talk about this because I think this is a lose-lose situation with Mark choosing these four. This is bad, 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 bad. Now, either it doesn't work and possibly makes everything worse. Valeria doesn't forgive. Caroline doesn't. It just it just makes everything worse. It gives the option for a blind side. Yes, 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 I forgive you, I forgive you. Now let's get you from behind your back. Yeah. Or... It looks like Mark is trying to get the gang back together, get all the Titans back together, and it looks horrible for the Rebels. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, I guess if you look at it from the outside, it definitely looks like that. But I guess knowing the Valeria-Carolyn relationship, uh, all the Rebels know what happened at Tribal Council the night before. Valeria's gone off a nut at her. Yeah, you're weak. You don't deserve to be here. 
which is pretty harsh. So if you're on the outside of that, what I don't, what are you thinking? Are you thinking Mark just wants fireworks at his lunch? Does he want entertainment at lunch? Like, it's hard to get those two back together. But I, I actually thought it was the right idea because you know Mark needs his gang back together. He needs to amass some more power. A couple of voting box joining up. Uh, he needs to get Carolyn Kitty on the same page because Carolyn is really the only person gunning for Mark at this point. No one else is going for Mark. Mark's like a name that's thrown out, but it's only being thrown out by Carolyn. So. I just, so isn't it, isn't it in his best interest to get Carolyn out and get like a Ferris over there or get a Kirby and keep that sort of thing going? No, but you keep your friends close, keep your enemies closer. So I think I think the idea to try and get Carolyn back on the same page, I, I do genuinely think he wanted to, but whether you did or didn't, you want to at least give the illusion that you're trying to so she might not target you. So I, I actually thought it was fine. And I think Eden had sort of set this up before the challenge, like, hey, we're getting the band back together. The Titans are going Titan strong. Uh, which is uh, probably the correct move. They had it was a you know it was six v six. If if the other team's not together, we're going to win the vote. So I, I I come down on the side. Yes, it was good. Now the Valeria Carolyn of it all. What a shit show! I mean, <laughs> what a shit show! I this like is oh. Valeria is. I mean, she says some mean things, and then. She has the like the goal to say to Caroline, "Oh, you take things emotionally." Whereas all we've heard from <laughs> all we've heard from Valeria since Viola got voted out is, "I'm getting revenge for my friend. I'm so angry about you know Viola gone." So that's that's a little bit hypocritical. That's, that's revenge. That uh, revenge isn't an emotion, is it? Uh, okay, well, to me, anger sparks revenge. And, I'm, I'm, joking, emotion, I'm joking. So. I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, it's a little bit um, hypocritical. And yeah, you know, Caroline is emotional. It is a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and it, 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 she definitely is. But I think everyone in this game's emotional. Even Jaden's got emotions. Yeah. No. We haven't seen him, but he's got him. <laughs> he, well, actually, we saw it. We saw him tonight. He got revenge. He was a little bit angry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna play this game. I got this. <laughs> I think what we we see Carolyn come back from um, the the tribal council from the night before, where yeah, Valerius had a go at her, and she can't sleep next to Mark, and you know she's really upset, and that's emotions, but. I think there's one thing having emotions and there's another thing having emotions dictate your game. Whereas I don't think Carolyn let the emotions get in the way of logical thinking. Whereas I think it does affect Valeria's game. Like she's making decisions based on emotions where I don't think Carolyn is. I think Carolyn's making logical choices and she has emotions around that. I think there's yeah, a, a, I, a I, definite point of difference. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. She is, she's absolutely killing it with the strategy. She's thinking through everything. But she also hasn't eaten in 30 days properly. She also hasn't slept properly in 30 days. Like, emotions are going to come out. They're going to come out. We, we get everyone crying eventually almost on Survivor because everything comes out. You should wait till the final four or three and they see their family. Everyone's going to be gushing. Um, emotions definitely come out. Caroline, I definitely think, hasn't just been playing Survivor now for 30 days. Caroline does not seem like the type of person, yes, she is a Titan, but does not seem like the type of person that gets cast on Survivor easily. Don't get me wrong, I am loving her TV and she's trying really hard to give us sound bites. She's done a lot of work. You can tell she's almost had training mm. to do this. Yeah, She does not naturally pop off a TV screen. She's had to work on herself. I dare say she's been staring at a camera for quite a lot before even coming on this show. She is a super fan. She is not someone that is an internet star that got invited to be on this show. She had to go through the audition process. She's been playing Survivor a long, longer than this game. And Caroline deserves to fucking be there. 
That was a very rude thing for Valeria to say. Oh, no, I, I totally agree. I hey, look, it, I did, look, I just got emotions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. I think, look, anyone that makes on the cast deserves to be there because they got through the casting, which is hard enough as it is. Like, I've tried it many times, haven't got through. So that is tough. But if you make it to the merge and you're in a, like, you, you've dictated a large portion of the game, absolutely you deserve to be there. Like, to say that is so disrespectful. And even if you haven't done that much, like someone like a Ray, you still deserve to be there because that's still a val- valid strategy to play under the radar. So I just think Valeria... Maybe she said it just to make the TV. I, did she mean it? I'm not so sure. But you just can't say that because that's – it's just so disrespectful. There's one thing to say, like, you're you're a bad player, like, you, your, your decisions are poor. But to say, like, you don't deserve what we all have is is so mean. It was so uncalled for. I, yeah. I really didn't like it, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Look, it is, look, we do have a culture there that we don't understand. I come from a German background. I definitely understand direct – talk nine um i definitely i definitely understand when someone is feeling a little bit upset and they tell you you definitely get it there's no there's no hiding anything you say how you feel and obviously valeria felt that in the at the time um but i just don't think the feeling the the thought was justified yeah and i i do think it's cultural i think it could be like a russian like trait and like i've got italian background it's very similar it's very direct it's very like just tell you how it is and if you don't like it well you don't like it like there's no thought of yeah empathy or anything like that so i do think it's a cultural thing i'm not i think she obviously was born over there so she might just be part of her it might be second nature to her and she probably doesn't realize it and that's fine as well because it makes a personality I've heard, I've heard my dad talk to other people and he definitely doesn't realise it. And chances are, I probably do the exact same thing and don't realise it. I know that I do it, but I still do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so I am. I just accepted it. That's it. I've accepted <laughs> nah, it, so now but, you have to accept it. <laughs> but what TV is Valeria bloody showing us? This is amazing. This girl has come out of her shell this week. Yeah. It oh. has been intense. It has been fun. Is are we Are we at the point of villain or is she still a hero? She's not a hero, that's for sure. Um, is she anti-hero? a villain? Anti-hero, perhaps? Because you are... I'm, I'm, still, I mean, I'm still rooting for her because there's something likeable about her. And I, to be honest, I like the direct people. I like, I like bluntness. I like, um, I like that. Um, yeah. She's sort of getting... Like, this is part of the reason I think she is going to win is, you know, some of the... Some of the um, her confessionals or when they're on the mat chat, she's sort of getting her own music behind it as well. I'm not sure if you've noticed it in the edit, but when she talks, the music changes. So they might be pumping her up and maybe they want the audience to feel something for her. Uh, so that's why, yeah. you know, she's definitely really becoming oh, man, a main character. We get Liz and Valeria. That is that? two of the same archetype. Well, that, that- Archetype is one thing, but every player is different in their own ways. And no, no, I, I completely agree. But two are the same archetype in a row. Like I've really enjoyed how the archetypes keep changing. Yeah, I mean, in Australian I, survival. I would say like yeah, the Christie, PR, even Shane Gould, similar. Ba- type. So, so yeah. there was yeah, so they were all betas, and then we had David stay under the radar. Then we had a Haley, which I think we put in a similar archetype, a strong woman. Haley and Mark were similar, I would say. Haley and Mark were similar. Yeah, it's like what? lowering threat. I, I, I put, put David. I put no, it's David and Mark are the same. No, 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 no. Anyway, this <laughs> no, is a not. whole other podcast. But no, I, I don't think so. so. <laughs> okay, fair <laughs> enough. Well, Mac, I think we get into previously on Survivor. Previously 
on Australian Survivor. Yeah, yeah let's um, let's have a look at what we said uh, last week. Right, so obviously we're merging. I assume we're merging the first episode of the week, hopefully. I'm going to say Carolyn is going to be one of them. I'm going to say Kitty. There's going to be one rebel gone as well, which will be... Oh, Jesus, this is tough. Eileen? <laughs> um, you're fail. You're fail, sir. You're fail bad. Look, in my defence, uh, if Scotty doesn't quit, Kitty probably goes home. And if Kitty goes home, maybe Carolyn goes next. Like, I know it's a bit of a stretch, but it wasn't too far off the mark. <laughs> Look, yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess, yeah. Okay. Uh, hit me okay. with one. Hit All me right, with let's, one. let's see what you said. Um, look, I don't disagree with Eileen. I think Eileen is not long for this game. I'm going to go a little bit left field and go Jaden. I'm going to chuck Jaden out there. I know there's no real good reason for it. I'm going Alex. Actually, no. I'm, yeah, I'm definitely going Alex. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Mine weren't far off. Yours were well off. They were sort of be close. <laughs> okay, I swear I had winners somewhere there, so I must I must have got that wrong. I, or maybe I'm just remembering things. No, you, we recorded the podcast every week, and you never said that. So, uh, yeah, J- Alex still has idol. Jaden for a merge vote settler. It was a nice idea. It just didn't happen. So. Look, it's t- merch week's tough. It's tough. You don't have dynamics. It is. I'll let it, let it slide this week, all right? Especially, especially that all of a sudden Australia's got voting blocks. Like, who who would have thought of that? Who, who knew? Who knew? I mean, this is too knew? hard to predict. All right, where too are we going uh, next week on... Next time on Survivor. Buckles, what do you got? What have I got? I have Caroline straight up goes next episode. Um, then I feel like... Ferris has to lose an Eileen. Um, and then I uh, Rihanna gets voted out for Challenge Beast. Done. Boom. Easy. Yeah, I think the Rebels will stick together for one vote. And maybe that could be it. So the, the one vote they'll have will be surely on someone that everyone can unite against in Kitty. So Kitty's gone. Kitty. Yeah. But then I see a flip, a, a new voting block. Something will happen where it will just change. For some reason, someone else will go. And I'm going to say, I'm thinking a big dog. I'm thinking either Kirby or Ferris. I can't see Mark, Carolyn, Kirby and Ferris all making it to the second last week. It's not going to happen. So I'm going to say Kirby goes. Huge one, Kirby. Okay. And then oh. after that, it's a scramble. Rihanna's a loose agent. She's up for grabs and she goes with the... Titans, and then they vote out Raymond. <laughs> go Raymond. So, okay. uh, what I say? Kitty, Kirby, Raymond. Bang. Bang. Easy. It's, it's, it's like we've done this before and we get it right every single week. <laughs> One day we'll get bang back, tick, 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 all three in a row, I bet. Yeah, it's not this week. <laughs> I, think, I think at one stage in Power Rangers, did he get a perfect week? It was probably a few seasons ago, but... Um, the earlier seasons were a lot easier to predict. <laughs> oh, it's so hard. The, to read the edit is almost impossible nowadays, so it's not even worth trying, so I don't bother. It's not, yeah, exactly. Just enjoy the show, guys. Stop That's reading it. the edit. Enjoy the show. And other than Ferris, please win. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I could get two in a row. That'd be sick. Um, okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, what are we? Oh, yeah, D as well, didn't you? Yeah. Okay. I had D. Season if I get 45. Ferris, and he, and I'm pretty happy. If D season 45, if I get Ferris this season, I go into season 46. I still haven't decided my winner pick, and I've got to by 11 a.m. tomorrow. No, no, no. We do it after the first episode because I don't. No, I'm, fuck that. I've never done that ever. You got to pick at the season. start. Otherwise, no, we didn't. I, I picked it way before that. Yeah, I know. You're a bloody cheater. I don't do any preseason yeah, co- yeah, coverage because no, it's all crap. So, yeah, you just got to guess. You got to know by their body language, by their feelings, by the feeling you get from them. And D just gave it to me. It was just D will win this game. She's going to kick ass, and she did. She did. And that's what I got from Ferris as well. Nice. So yeah, Ferris, kick ass, mate. You got <laughs> anyway, all right, let's, uh, all right, let's let's eulogize. Okay, I'm gonna actually kick this off with winner. Okay, I think um, winner. As soon as he said, "Oh, we're a power couple to Valeria," I knew he was doomed. <laughs> um, winner as a character, I want to start off. Winner was funny. I really enjoyed him. I loved the content with him and Jaden. He was. It was funny. His, uh, his basis of his strategy last week where he sort of went off at Ferris trying to, trying to get all the votes on him. That was, that was cool. It was great TV. As a player, I feel like he followed a lot of other people's leads, uh, which is a strategy in itself. But he's fun and I'd have him back. Is his uh, most memorable moment a the sushi boy when he played his idol. Oh, the sushi boy's not going home because we all knew what that meant. Yeah. <laughs> um, we I had guess. a bit looking at your shirt winner. I'm sorry. Well, he, the banana, he bit in the banana and found the clue. That was memorable, I guess. Um, it hurt look, my teeth. Yeah. For me... I'll get it, to, I'll get it tomorrow. <laughs> it, for, it, when it took a long a long time for me to warm up to him, I think as a, as a character, he didn't give much in the first couple of weeks, but it really started to elevate himself uh, the longer the season went. So I appreciated him. By the time he went home, I actually quite liked him. Um, as a player, sort of similar. He sort of was doing more in the latter stages. He was talking up a tribal a bit more, which was exciting. Like you said, he did the whole thing with Ferris, trying to bluff the idol. And, yeah, there's things happening. So he wasn't a horrible player. Um, he wasn't the best player either. So he's sort of a middle of the road for me. And as a character, probably something similar. So I didn't mind him. Um, will he return? I, I probably wouldn't think so. He, just, he probably wasn't enough of anything to warrant a, a comeback? Oh, I, I, I disagree. I feel like he's a big enough name. He had enough content. Yes, it wasn't all great content, but it was entertaining when he was on our screen. Um, I, I liked him. I could see, we know how Australia loves to bring back people we don't think should be brought back. Let's say, <laughs> yeah, I, say, I, say, I, say I say he comes back. I say he comes back. Yeah. If he came back with Jaden in like a duo season, that'd be great. I'd oh, love to see them again. That'd be that was a great bromance. Oh, like, that's like... That was. As a man, like, to have a bromance like that, that's like the epitome of bromances. That's as good as it gets. Yeah. It's almost like me and you. It, yeah, exactly. If we played a season together, that's exactly what we'd be. And we'd be just as funny. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, let's get into Eden. Um, now, as a player... He has chops for the game. He had some great ideas. Not a whole lot of them were pulled off. But I also believe that he had a lot more going into the Kitty Caroline Alliance than we saw from the TV screen. I feel like he was definitely helping them out quite a lot. And we saw that from tonight where he says, Caroline, this is the reason. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right, actually. Yep, that's what we should do. 
Yeah, Eden, uh, he was great. I loved Eden. Uh, from the moment in the preseason I saw him, I'm like, this guy is going to be so much fun, and he delivered. I think every confession he had I loved. A lot of movie quotes, but I love that. Um, I actually didn't think he got enough air time. I thought he should have got more. Yeah. I thought he was fantastic. Oh, yeah. As a player, really, really good. Obviously, a super fan, knows the game. He was doing a lot of things when he sort of he put plans in motion then at Tribal Council, especially the one we just saw, he, he said, let's all pile the boats on Ray. We can't split them. Great idea. Great move because it needed to happen. When Sarah went home, it was his plan to sort of uh, not split the votes again. He's got a really good read of the game. So he did really yeah. well there. And as a character, top tier. Like, he was great. And um, he, I think I think he'll come back. I think he's the type of player that they want to see again. He's... he's He's a man of the fans. He's like yeah. every fan's dream, you know, like to get on the show, to be the eccentric character with the one-liners. And, like, that's what we all dream to be. So he will most likely return, I would say. Yeah. And not to mention, he only gave us, like, ten movie quotes. He's seen them all. He's seen them all. So, like, we've got a lot more to go. We've got a lot more to go. He gave us a lot of Seinfeld quotes. Because as a Seinfeld fan, I appreciate it a lot. He had the pretzel shirt, the, the puffy shirt, the pirate one. Um, there's a, there's a, a lot of, uh, a lot of lines there for the eagle-eyed fans of, of Seinfeld, which I am. So I really appreciate that. Eden, great player, great character. Love him. Yeah. Awesome. And we've got Scott. So Scott, as a player, I feel like we didn't see what we should have seen. And obviously we've talked about his edit, but I feel like he had great chops for the game. I think he was doing very well to be able to play his game and be loyal like he wanted to be. He did very well. He was in a good position. Was very shocked when everything went down. As a character, I really enjoyed him on my TV screen. I thought he was fun. I thought he was a ball of joy, and he definitely was. And, yeah. Yeah, Scotty, um, he was in a really good spot. He seemed very influential without being over the top. He wanted to play yeah. his under-the-radar game, and he was doing a really good job at it. What bothered me about that is he seemed to sit out every challenge, and as a man who seemed quite physically adept, that annoyed me. Um, he was trying to do too much to lower his threat level, which is a good way to play Survivor, but, like, what are you there for? You're here for the experience. Get in the challenges, man. Like, just do the stuff. Um, yeah. So that that was disappointing for me, but he, I think he was, he was a good player. Uh, you could see that he yeah. knew the game well. Uh, as a character, we didn't see that much of him, and like we said, probably because he quit, so they didn't want to overdo him. You didn't want to get attached to him. Um, so it's hard for me to judge him completely, but I, I didn't, from what I saw in confessionals, he was enjoyable enough. He seems like a really well-mannered guy, the type of guy who have like a really nice chat with. Um, but yeah, will he come back? He definitely won't because he quit. So, but he's not. And I think that's his own personal choice. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't dislike him because he quit. You know, he's, he's fine as a player, fine as a character. So good on you, Scotty. Definitely. Uh, and now, let's get into my favourite part of the episode, Buckles Buff of the episode. Yeah, yeah. I'm Buckles happy. Buff. I'm happy. Buckles Buff. Buckles Buff. Let's get into it. Let's give the first one to Valeria, because I think she dominated this first episode of the week, and obviously with the unfortunate outcome, but I think everything was in her favour for to get the win. Yeah, so when I said uh, that she's amassing power and you said, no, she's not, but you give her a buff. So <laughs> I gave her a buff for the first episode of the week. There was okay. two more episodes after that, mate. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, I also gave her a buff for that episode. I thought she had all the information uh, coming to the merge. She's sort of getting everything from everyone. She's playing both sides. Um, 
she gets caught out in a lie. Carolyn sort of confronts her, and she sort of pivots really well and lies about it and doesn't get detected. Um, really good work from her. Set up the vote. Would have worked, but, uh, yeah, like, obviously we get the quit, so it doesn't happen. But Valeria gets the buff for episode 13. Okay, and how about you for episode 14? Episode 14, a little bit tougher um, because a lot, a lot was happening. Uh, I landed with Kitty. I thought, to me, it was between Kitty and Carolyn. I went with uh, Kitty. Uh, only because Carolyn, for me, had some mistakes. Um, we see Kitty, she's sort of scrambling a lot, and you know, people think, oh, scrambling, it's bad. It's not. Scrambling's great because she knocked on everyone's door and finally gets an answer from Ferris. We see, you know, we get this Ferris and, and his two-man package, so they get three votes just by, hey, Ferris, do you want to work with us? Yes, bang, three votes on their side. Yeah. Um, she never stopped hustling. Like she knew her name was out there. She kept hustling, which is great. They eventually swapped the name to Carolyn because of she hustling so much. Um, Rihanna loves her. Like she's like, oh, I feel this bond with Kitty. I want to. I don't want to lose Kitty. Happy to lose Carolyn, but so there's that. Yeah. And um, you know, when Carolyn's having a bit of a panic attack at night when she can't sleep next to Mark, Kitty's comforting her. It's great. Uh, Scotty also said, like, I love Kitty so much. Yeah, as part of the reason he quit was he couldn't handle voting Kitty out. So. Yeah, Kitty was just doing a great job all week, I think. So Kitty gets a buff, episode 14. Um, I really struggled with this episode personally, and the two names that were in my mind was Caroline and Ferris. Um, Now, Kitty, I didn't probably give her enough credit, I feel, in my thinking. Um, After what you've said, I probably would have changed my thoughts. But the truth is, I'm giving it to Ferris. Um, I'm giving it to Ferris because I feel like he opened the door that needed to be opened for his game to move forward. He opened an alliance when he doesn't really have anyone, because you can't say that he's with Kirby or anything like that. He definitely wasn't with Valeria. So he went to the other side, and he gave them the option. He was also able to choose... The, the person that went home. And that was the best threat to him. Winner was definitely someone that he could not work with, which has been very heavily brought on from last week. And I think um, Kitty and Caroline lost too much losing a Titan in that tribal council for me to give it to them. But it was still good. And Caroline was definitely in the running. And now that you said it, probably Kitty was probably above her. So I'm glad you brought that up to me. Yeah, and he also went first because he's your winner pick and you want to pump him up a bit. So that's fair enough. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And talking about that, uh, for episode 15, I give it to Ferris as well. Wow. Um, yeah. I give it to Ferris because I believe he... I Look, the edit forced it on us that he was the one that was going to make the... Um, the suspi- like that he was suspicious of them, that he didn't trust them. He's the one saying, I read you like a book, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Um, I guess I didn't see Kirby's effect on it as much. Um, but, yeah, I see it as Ferris. Ferris makes it. He saves his partner. He's going to war. Yeah, I, I didn't see it that way. I, I, I actually found this one really, really hard. Uh, honorable mention to Eden, who was actually going to get it until he got voted out. Uh, I thought he did the most of the episode. <laughs> he was pulling all the strings yeah. and, you know, he gets caught. But uh, I actually went with Mark. Um Maybe this is the reason I also thought... Why? Fucking I'm going to explain it to you. <laughs> the buffs can be for whatever I want them to be, please. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Bloody um, hell, yeah. Mark yeah. actively tries to... Yeah, Eden says we're rebuilding the gang. The band's getting back together. And he, you know, he sacrifices his reward to try and do that. Um, we literally talked about the reward being a 
a, a no, negative, negative. I said it was a good idea. So he rebuilds right. the Titans. He tries to repair that relationship, which was the correct move to get your band back on the same side. Um, he says, if I go with this plan on um, on Ray, I can just blame it on Eden, which I have no doubt Mark will come back yeah. and blame it on Eden. He says this actively, so he knows what he's doing. And yeah. he won a car. He won a car. So who else won a car this episode? Nobody. <laughs> so Mark gets the buff. Which means he won't win the game because the car curse. Car curse. Well, that's been broken. That's been broken. And it was that. broken in South Africa, but South Africa's finished. So it's technically <laughs> not a thing now. The series ended because it's, the car curse broke. It's, it's exactly, exactly. They've done everything Survivor could do. Australia <laughs> will end if, win, if Mark wins, so we can't oh, let him no. win. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Mark. Okay. Um, mate, this has been so much fun. Let's get into the rankings. Oh, uh, it's 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 starting to look pretty good. The leaderboard is good. We got Rihanna and Jaden on one buff. They're also joined by Garrick, who's obviously gone home. Kitty jumps up to two buff, who joins both Charles and Eden, who had two buffs apiece, and Kirby and Eileen. Valeria jumps up to three with Scott, who unfortunately we lose this week, and Caroline. Ferris jumps to six, and Ooh. Mark extends his lead to eight. Oh, it's tightening up at the top. It's See tightening up at the top. Okay. The, are these the winners? Are these the winners? Just remember, guys, if you win, contact me. I'll give you a buff. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's no surprise <laughs> so- there on the top. They are like the main characters of the season. So um, they must be doing the most and, I guess, the yeah. good stuff to get that many buffs. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see if Mark can, you know, we've said this for a little bit, cling onto that lead. You know, can Ferris last long enough to overtake him? Like one good yeah. week and you can jump to the top. That's it. That's it. Okay. All right, mate, what do you got going on? Oh, mate, it is all happening here at Bus Blind Sons and Banter. Uh, Survivor US Season 46 starts Thursday night. Channel Go, 7.30. We'll be covering that. Uh, podcast should be out Saturday at some stage. Um, I also have a Bucks party on Saturday, so it might be out on Sunday if I have, don't have time to edit it. Yeah, big Bucks party. Your mates getting married. Haven't been to a Bucks party for a while now because, you know, I'm old, mid-30s. Most of my friends have been married. So really excited for that. Should be a great day out. He's a bit of a cricket fanatic, so a bit of a cricket-inspired Bucks. Um, that sounds amazing. I'm actually super keen because it's been so long since we've been to a Bucks. We've just been out with the boys having a drink. So keen for that. And then uh, recovering Sunday, it sounds like. What about yourself? Yeah, perfect. Oh, I got oh, a bit of study, a bit of survivor. Get to catch up with you Friday night. So we'll get together. We'll get this pod going. Live the, podcast. The, oh, do we do it live? I don't live know. If, I don't think. We're, <laughs> I don't. I don't think. I don't think we're good enough to do it live. But yeah, I get to catch up with you on Friday, which will be awesome in person. And yeah, that's pretty much it. That's all I got going on. However, Survivor buffs blindsides and banter. As Max said, we got season forty-six that comes out later this week. The first episode's tomorrow. Make sure you watch it. See how much Australia's kicking America's ass at Survivor at the moment. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> and next week, mate, we have the famous Chris Kelly, CK, here with us. The banter is going to be amazing. We feel like we got the final 11, final 10, final 9 vote. will be perfect for him because his Survivor brain is brilliant. We might even say it's better than ours. Um, so we're, ex- we're excited to have him guys, make sure you're with us next week. We've got the Kelly exit interview, the exit, the not exit interview. We called it, uh, yeah, check that out. That That's was awesome. Fun. We got 40, 45 minutes of Kelly. 
45 minutes. It was so much fun. Really enjoyed our time with her. Can understand why Alex might have gotten a little bit annoyed with her, but at the same time, I couldn't. I wouldn't have wanted to do our first ever current player with anyone else. Kelly was awesome. Get us at Survivor Bus Wide Sides and Banter on Facebook. Survivor underscore three BS on Instagram. Survivor three BS on Twitter or X. And Bus Blind Sides and Banter on TikTok. I've been Buckles. He's been Mac. We had Kelly. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks, Buckles, you nerd. I'll see you on Friday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you nerd. See you, bro. <laughs> you really are a nerd. That's what she said. Anyway, see you, guys. <laughs> Sleepy and dopey. <laughs> you in a nutshell, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, sweet. So, yeah. Hey, mate. Is this Survivor? Bro, are you listening to Survivor? Guys, I think this is Survivor. Dude, you must really like Survivor.